0: This is Pastor Jolly John Lekowski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in, where is it, New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darbstown, Illinois. By the way, I hope you guys appreciate what we do here. This has been like a marathon recording session because we're both going on vacation, and so what, we've been doing this for like 10 hours now, isn't that right? Yeah, I think we're in the 10th hour, <laughs> hour of recording. Pastor John
1: has forgotten what <laughs> church he served at for the past 70 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is actually, how fatigued he is. Actually, just 38, almost 39.
1: <laughs> okay, is that all? <laughs> That's all.
0: Not 70, just almost 39. This j- month of July will be the 39th. Oh, great. And who are you? Who are I, you, by the way? Who's wandering in here?
1: <laughs> Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Essential Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis the the streets are are covered with joggers this time of year jogging the parks <laughs> and is the parkways people running
0: them over is how they're covered they're covered <laughs> this the street bodies everywhere <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what d- happens when you're running the city come out to the way that's all you got to worry about is the jumping carp. <laughs> it's not the runners
1: it's the bicyclists you know
0: and oh. i i've got
1: you know and that's fine but but I, it it doesn't make any sense to me how the we've got these. Nice bike lanes. You do. You, know? you do. They're beautiful. We've, but we've then biked they, by they your just place. kind of start and stop without warning, though. That's what I don't <laughs> get. It's, it's really haphazard. But where they do exist, they're pretty nice.
0: Yeah. But I know exactly what you're saying. And then then you go to the next block. Well, wait. What happened? I don't, I don't know. And I you're know. just kind of stranded there, and you can't know, go anywhere. You just it's ran like,
1: out of paint, or what happened? <laughs> so. Have...
0: so. we were cleaning out the old joke refrigerator last week, and guess what <laughs> I found? Look what, well, what I found. Did you look, f- look oh. I found a box full of...
1: Third grader jokes. <laughs> oh man, yes. how long have we had that Sounds in there. about our speed. <laughs> so
0: let's just let's see what's in the box. And I've here. got a third grader at home. She'll <laughs> probably love these. Oh, okay. This will be right up her alley. All right. Well, here's a here's a two-parter. I'll do the. I'll, oh, okay. do the first boy, part. Boy, I'll do boy. the second okay. part. A two-parter. Okay.
1: Okay. Why did the mushroom go to the party?
0: Because he was a fun guy. <laughs> now, we've done that before. Uh, Allie, that's fun a guy. But I didn't know there's a follow-up. <gasps> here, I'll, I'll I'll cue it. Why did the fungi leave the party? Well,
1: because there wasn't mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Uh, mushroom. You can't, you uh, can't beat those third
0: graders. You can't beat those third graders. Uh, oh, I love this one. Uh, uh, what's large, gray, and doesn't matter?
1: And. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second there. uh And. And. Uh, uh, Irrelevant.
0: <laughs> and right. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. That's Large not really gray. a word, is it? Large that's why an art time it. That's <laughs> no, not a no word. I kinda yeah. got I mean, uh, But you do get it, right? Large yeah, guy. I do I get it now. It doesn't matter. And it it's doesn't a, matter. Ir- and irrelevant. 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 That's a good one. Irrelevant. I'm going to have to hold on to that one. Okay. Uh what else we got here in the big That one um... might
1: be worth keeping in the fridge.
0: <laughs> okay, here, here's another one. This one, it's a it's an easy word. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What what do you call a fish with no eye? What do you call a fish with no eye? F S H. See that actually that was hard. I know that wasn't. Again, it's not a real word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to get it. I thought it though. No. Okay, what's gray? What's gray? What's gray? What's gray? A melted penguin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more, one more, one more. What is it here? Okay, why is a giraffe's neck so long? Uh, because its feet smell. That's a cute (laughs) one. That's a good one. one. All right, next week, next time we'll try to sort through them, rather than just open the box of third grader jokes and take them out randomly.
1: Irrelevant. Yeah,
0: irrelevant. Irrelevant. Large gray. And, and doesn't does matter. matter.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: By the way, our thank you to uh, uh, the pretty good joke book of the Pretty Home Companion, <laughs> the, the new fourth edition. Not the good joke book. No, just the pretty good. Pretty yes. well, I think. You that's... didn't
1: spring for the good joke <laughs> book. <laughs> Was this, this on sale?
0: This <laughs> got, yeah, well, actually, I got it from the St. The Louis. <laughs> uh, uh, have you ever gone to the St. Louis book sale?
1: I don't think I am. First
0: week in May. Don't forget it next year. All right. It's Like 50,000 books, and they're selling them for a buck and a 50 cent. So where's this or, at? Uh, it was at the uh, at Queenie Park this year. All right. Year. Let's yeah, check it out. Yeah. So, All right. Now we got to get serious. Probably should have got serious a long time ago. <laughs> don't put that box <laughs> back in the fridge. I think that one needs to be thrown out. The third grade <laughs> jokes. Um, what day is tomorrow?
1: Tomorrow, I'm glad you asked, is the day of Pentecost.
0: So what in the world is that all about?
1: I don't know. I was looking for a Pentecost card at Walgreens. Yeah, you don't. There's no for Pentecost my wife. Cards. You know, I thought they'd be thoughtful, but guess what? None there.
0: And, you know, we, we really tried to push that last year, as I remember. I know, we, we did. We tried to give the opportunity for the people to commercialize it. In fact, that's what we our theme was, commercialize Pentecost. But no one picked up the, the ball. We've got the other.
1: ready-made dove, you know, kind of as oh, a yeah, mascot. Yeah. And, yeah, then, you yeah. know, we could see this bird doing things and, you know, giving gifts and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But, no, no one is really taking advantage the of Pentecost that.
0: Pentecost cards. Think of the money you could make on selling I know, Pentecost cards. I know. And weren't you saying something about dove chocolates? Dove, dove chocolates. Oh, dove I know. Chocolates? See,
1: perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. A fire, fire.
0: I don't oh, know. I, yeah. I, Firestone Weber tires. Grill. Fire Firestone Weber tires.
1: grill. I mean, the, uh, tiki torches. Uh, I mean, you know, the, uh. the options are endless. Really.
0: So maybe if we keep pushing the commercialization of, of Pentecost, someone will finally pick it up because we're just pastors. We can't commercialize I know, it. I know.
1: I'm not a marketer. I'm just a pastor. <laughs> but you know, I, I, because of the secular world, I don't even think they know that it's come. They're no. gone.
0: I don't think the Christian world the Christian knows it because they are all that. on vacation by the time we get to June. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Because it's a big deal for Christmas, a big deal for Easter. And and in the tradition of the church, this was actually the first great festival the church celebrated. And now uh, it, it really goes for naught. Yeah. Except tell them about your tradition. And we really need to get onto the scripture. But tell, you have such a neat tradition for Pentecost. I do? Yeah. <laughs> well do Oh, well,
1: yeah. yeah. So we invite, essentially invite people to wear the red shirts. They're Pentecost red. So it's one of the few times where the, the pyramids, the clothes on the altar and the stool, yep. I'll be wearing are red. Um It doesn't happen a whole lot. So yeah, we invite people to wear red. So it's, that's kind of fun. It's a good reminder. And then when people ask, why are you all wearing red? You know, uh it's Pentecost. you have an opportunity. It's Pentecost. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and 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 by the way, you are a good marketer because we've picked up that tradition too. Now. Hey, good. That is our tradition. Oh, as well, wonderful. Uh, on your example.
1: And here in St. Louis, it's easy. You just put on your cardinal T-shirt and come <laughs> to church. See, it is easy. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a good point The cardinals, we should get Because that's kind of a oh, bird thing it's too It's a bird, it's red We're, we're getting close <laughs> okay. Warmer All right So, but now you still haven't explained What in the world is You know why? Because we know what Christmas is It's when Jesus was born yeah. We know what Easter is It's when the bunny rabbit comes for the Easter egg No, <laughs> no it's when Jesus <laughs> that's when Jesus to Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what in the world is Pentecost, Matt? That's a
1: good question And I think most people Probably have no idea No, I,
0: I don't think they do if they're Jews, they might, because the Jews actually did. Oh, yeah, I think that's a good right point. Yeah,
1: so this is this is something that's from the Old Testament, right? Yeah. Um, that's where it has its roots, at least. some penta, penta, you know, I mean 550. 550. And so this is something that takes place 50 days after the Passover, right? Yeah. And now here, this takes place after, you know, a, a greater landmark, a uh, greater event for us as Christians after Jesus' resurrection. Now Jesus keeps his promise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it cool how, how God does that? He he gave these Old Testament rituals and then he says, "Let me show you what they're really about." Yeah. So we've got we're going to sacrifice a lamb. Oh, you don't have any idea what I've got planned. I'm going to have my own son, the lamb of God be sacrificed for the sins not just of the Israelites, but of for the whole the world. world. And now the same thing with Pentecost. This is a harvest festival, but, oh, it has so much more meaning. W- where do you want to pick up at, Matt?
1: Well, let's let's go ahead and look at uh, the book of Acts. This okay. is where that account of what we call the day of Pentecost takes place.
0: Well, that's what it says when the day of Pentecost arrived, right there in chapter 2, yeah, verse so 1. Yeah, so
1: chapter 2, verse 1. Now, just to set the context a little more. Okay. Excuse me, another forgotten holiday, uh, perhaps even more than oh, Pentecost, yeah, I'll just yeah. briefly mention, is Ascension Day. And right. that's the, the festival day the congregation I serve at is named after Ascension Lutheran so Church. So you guys
0: probably actually celebrate that. So we it, yeah, we you? actually
1: have an Ascension Day service. So um that that's Pretty rare. Uh yep. most churches don't, and even if they do, not many I, people I come. Was,
0: I was in Florida when we had ascension, so we didn't celebrate it at my church, so i had to say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah, that's that's not
1: uncommon. And and again, most of the world and most in the church probably have no idea it even came. But that always and the the, the bigger challenge with Ascension Day, it's always on a Thursday. He yeah. goes to church on a yeah, Thursday. That's right. Um so it's forty days after Easter, and so it's on a Thursday. And um but but yet That's so important too, that Jesus ascends, goes up into heaven, important for a number of reasons but one of those reasons is jesus promises that as he leaves he's going to give the gift of the holy spirit yeah, yeah. so we're not left alone jesus is with us always to the end of the age but even more he gives us the gift of the holy spirit and, and the holy spirit that's a pretty big deal um the holy spirit is the one who uh gives that gift of faith through the word and the, the church grows and increases and faith is given and strengthened so the holy spirit is is a big deal and so now 10 days later on the day of pentecost that gift is actually
0: given. And, and you know, I always thought, you talk about it being a big deal, and it really is a big deal because Jesus has risen from the grave. He's shown himself repeatedly that it is actually him physically come back from the dead, and the disciples are still saying to him, now are you going to establish the kingdom of yeah. Israel? <laughs> They're still yep. stuck in a in a time reference, uh, secular, worldly kind of fulfillment. And they really do need to have the Holy Spirit to truly understand, even after witnessing the resurrection, to truly understand what the resurrection and what the kingdom of God is all about. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing I think is interesting, too, so so that's what Jesus said, right? He said, I'm going, and I'm going to send you the Spirit. But can you imagine what it would have been like to be the disciples? So he he, he ascends on a Thursday, like you said. Yes. Because that's where 40 days fall. And so Friday, no, no Holy Spirit. Saturday, it's the Sabbath day. Yeah, no, no Holy Spirit. Sunday, oh, yeah, that's when he rose from the grave. That would be the day, and still no Holy Spirit. They got to go a whole 10 days. I would think at this point, they're probably getting a little frustrated.
1: That's right. Yeah, Yeah, you think so. Yeah. Once again, what do we do now? Where do we go? Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. And and, yeah, exactly. Anyway, Ascension Day, uh, I, I. I think essentially in in some way we might have listeners disagree, but in some ways it's just as important as as good Friday or Easter or the day of Pentecost, because, you know, it's all part of that one plan of salvation and Jesus fulfillment of it. And as he ascends into heaven, he promises too, I'm going to return the same way that I left. So he's going to rule to reign and he's going to return someday too. So it's a big deal, you know, and I, it gets overlooked, but um, anyway, uh, it shouldn't be.
0: Well, you see, if he doesn't go to heaven, we're gonna be still stuck in that same framework that the disciples were thinking that there's gonna be some kind of kingdom here uh, Heaven and on earth or
1: kingdom on earth. And yep.
0: No, it never was the plan. That's not the program. The program is is that heaven will come to us At the end of the world, Christ will return. Uh, And in fact, he says that. He says, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit because he will convict the world regarding righteousness because I'm going to the Father. See, we think the righteousness needs to be here and now. And Christ says, no, your righteousness consists of the fact that I am going to the cross. I'm going to rise from the grave and I'm going to send back to my Father. That's your righteousness, people, that I'm at the right hand of God being your advocate day in and day out. So, it's never about anything that's going on here, nothing about anything we're doing here. No, our righteousness consists in the fact that Jesus did ascend into heaven. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah. Good point.
1: All right, enough about Ascension Day. I could talk yeah. about it all day because. You know, it's, yeah. it's becoming my mission well, to to help to right. spread the word about the Ascension. Well,
0: again, you need to be thinking of some ways to commercialize Ascension. I know, then. I know. I'm, it's, it's, it's a little tougher. For, May, I know it is. And it's yeah. not a good day of the week either.
1: Fireworks, you know, something ascending, yeah. explosions, that's, looking that's, to the sky, weather balloons, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Right, oh, no. Those are something okay. we'll work on for next year. So what is the deal with You want me to read here? sure all right when the day of pentecost arrived they were all together in one place so it's kind of ironic at least they keep coming to the temple they keep worshiping god even Mm -hmm. though it's been 10 days and it seems like maybe god isn't going to keep his promise but they just keep going to hear his word
1: when in doubt gather together Now ah,
0: back to the whole flock thing yeah. again, aren't you? Yep, yeah, yeah. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them, and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. There it is. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. All right. And so now, apparently, if you want to have the Holy Spirit, you got to have a, a loud noise and, and you got to have tongues of fire showing up and you got to be able to speak in uh, foreign, whatever, tongues. Yeah. Right? That's what you got to have to have the Holy Spirit. Then you
1: got the Spirit. Bada bing, bada boom. No way. So I think this is. That, that's kind of pinnacle, That loud sound that came, I think, sounded yeah. very similar to that. Bottom, 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 boom.
0: That's the actual Hebrew, the actual, isn't that, it? That's that is in the Hebrew. Hebrew.
1: That's Aramaic, actually. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
1: right. Uh, you, would, you, would, you would almost think so. And yeah. I, I think. When you, when you have that view, though, we're missing something because we're making yes. this description of what took place a prescription for what we need to do yeah. or what needs yeah. to happen today. Um, so, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Now, I, I think another example is Jesus' baptism. The Holy oh, Spirit yeah. ascends yeah. like a dove. Oh, well, now today if we have the Holy Spirit, we got to be looking for a dove. Yeah. You know? yeah. And no, that's a description of what at that time and place, yeah, for whatever reason, the Holy Spirit took on the form yeah. of a dove. But today, no, that's not prescribed today that we need to be looking for a dove, and that's how we know we have the Holy Spirit. So no, no, this is just recounting what took place on this, the first day of Pentecost, so the, the New Testament times.
0: And 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 the thing is, uh, a couple of things that I've always... First of all, this is really very practical. It sounds really flashy to us, but as you read in the text, you find actually there were some practical reasons why you have a loud noise, practical reasons for these tongues of fire. And, and of course, the other thing that intrigues me, the people who... Claim to speak in tongues today And and I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here So don't cut me off (laughs) Okay, (laughs) pull me back in If I start to fall off Because I do not necessarily want to Deny the fact that there are people Who speak in tongues And this may be of help to them I, I had a member of my church who who claimed to speak in tongues, and and from the way she practiced it, it seems like it fits exactly the picture uh, that we have in the Bible. It was kind of a personal prayer language. She didn't use it to impress people. She didn't do it in a public worship. It was something she did personally. So I I don't want to you know hard for me to be judgmental about that, but it does tickle me the 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 tongue speaking that we hear about so much today is a language that nobody understands. Uh, in yeah. fact, that's the problem. No one really knows what they're saying. There may be someone who claims to interpret it. Whereas whatever's going on here is something that everybody knows exactly what's being said, no matter where they're from. So if that kind of phenomenon is going on, I think I might pay a little more attention yeah. to to what we presently call speaking in tongues. And I do want to throw that out, that actually in the Greek, isn't it, it says speaking in many languages. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah in this case, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, today I, I think the big thing, especially in the public worship setting, is yeah. is, is it edify anyone? Well, I mean, is, yeah. is it is it as we're going to see these tongues, they ultimately point to Jesus, right? That's, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, you know, But today, is if someone does that in a public sense, that pointing to Jesus, is it, is it just bringing attention to themselves or attention to the Savior? Uh, is it being interpreted? Uh, those sorts of questions. And I think that the other thing that, that's today is it's wrongly used or viewed is that th- it has to happen like this to really oh, be yeah. a Christian. You yeah. got to speak yeah. in tongues or else Your faith isn't yeah. sincere. And again, I think this is part of the, the problem with that part is that, uh, again, it's making it prescriptive for us that, that we need to do this in this way, speak in tongues, in order to be sure that you're really a Christian. And and that's, no, no, certainly
0: not. And, you know, that's what troubles me, Matt. I think you've just put the finger on right there. Uh, what we want to do is give people things that will give them assurance that will strengthen their faith, that they are Christians, that they are God's beloved people. If we could pick up the imagery we had from a couple of weeks ago, that they are part of the flock. And you're right. It, it seems like so often the tongues teaching is something that says you're not A part of the flock. Mm -hmm. Or if Mm -hmm. you are, you're kind of a secondary part of the flock. You haven't got the fullness of the flockdom as it were. Uh, And that's what troubles me. We don't want to ever discourage people uh, which is why, by the same token, if you are presently speaking tongues, I don't want to say, well, that means you're not a Christian. I, I don't know what it means. But I do know the clear evidence that God gives us that we are believers. And we actually have that, ironically, in the sermon of Peter at the end of this yeah. text. Yeah. Um, but so let's not forget that. If, if we don't get anything else, we need to hear what Peter yes. has to say. But but can we read on then in the next yeah. few verses? You want me to read it?
1: Yeah, yeah, why don't you read it? Well, no wonder you want me to read. Oh, the
0: (laughs) tough names. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's why I'm the old guy. (laughs) I've been here. I've done this before. (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at the sound, the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others mocking, said, They are filled with new wine.
0: You did that rather well, Well, thanks. Sir. thanks. That was beautiful. Well done.
1: I appreciate it. <laughs> so,
0: so, so you can see the point I'm making. Uh, the, the, the loud noise uh, that sounds like a wind, that wasn't just to be flashy, but it had a purpose, because everybody heard that noise, and they all came together. Uh, the tongues again... Uh, You got thousands of people gathered here together in the temple, the tongues obviously separating out those who were his apostles, his sent ones, you know, uh, the guys with the tongues of fire on their heads or out of their mouths or whatever. Uh, And again, the the, the speaking in tongues isn't to be uh, a sign, but it's a functional uh, thing so that everybody can understand what they're going to tell them. Because we do have people from Cappadocia and Judea and Mesopotamia. That's to edify the listeners. Just so you know, I could have read those words too. (laughs) In the last couple of years, I've worked on that. Yeah, you've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, for 30 years, I couldn't. But, you know, I thought, <laughs> yeah, before I retire. So, anyway, uh, any questions or comments you want to make about that? Yeah. Um... <laughs>
1: Well, no, I, I just think they, they're filled with new wine. You know, some just oh, write yeah. them off. They're drunk, right? <laughs> and then we see in Peter and his, his sermon here, he, he says, nope, nope, that's not the case. It's only nine in the morning. Right? The bars aren't even open it's, yet. Yeah, I know. It's, that's I am
0: was kind of tickled by that. Haven't you ever wanted to start your sermon that way? <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not
1: drunk, drunk. I assure you. You should probably start this <laughs> rest the basics that way. <laughs> <laughs> Every
0: Saturday, That's it's right. only nine in the morning, right? That's right. A all It's our theme. Thank you. That After all these years, theme. we finally found That's our theme. Good. We're the not ne- drunk. The next time we need to do a, a, do a an ad spot of promo, this there is it. Right out of the Bible. Oh man, I, you can tell we've been doing this for hours, <laughs> can't you? Get a little slap slop heavy. All right, I tell you what. We don't have much time. We got to get to the point. We got to get to the message because okay. this is why there's a Pentecost. This is why we got mighty winds. Yes, this yes, is why we yes. got tongues of fire cuz cuz Peter wants to deliver a message to the Israelites and he wants to deliver us to us to where is it at though man i can't find it okay well you got it? Do, i mean do you want like
1: verse 22 about
0: we want the point just give us the yeah, big point yeah. at the end of the story well here we go well i mean
1: right. uh, well, i mean Okay. Well, go ahead. You oh, get us verse tw- Well, I don't know yeah. we, you've got a certain verse let uh, me know but verse 22 he's yeah. saying men of Israel hear these words Jesus of Nazareth a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst as you yourselves know this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men but God raised him up loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it
0: so there it is just what we've been talking about the last few weeks suffering death resurrection ascension into heaven yeah and and then the crowd responds by saying, uh, what shall we do? Oh, I'm sorry. I left out the big kicker there uh, where Peter says, let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. And then you want to give us the big conclusion there at verse 37, Matt?
1: Verse 37. Mm. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and Peter Uh, And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children.
0: So there you go, people. You want to know that you're God's child? There's the proof. Jesus Christ suffered, died, rose again, ascended for you. And if you have any question whether he did it for you, then get baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive what?
1: The Holy Spirit.
0: It's that simple. Let's not make it more complicated. It's that that simple. Man, any yeah. I, need, I, need well, I, I just
1: love this is what the job of the Holy Spirit does on this his big day, the day of Pentecost. What does he point people to? To Jesus. And that's that's what the Holy Spirit continues to do through guys like us and through Christians and through his church today is point people to Jesus.
0: So God's blessed you on your Pentecost worship tomorrow. And and to you as well and to all of our listeners as well, that they might know they have the Holy Spirit and they have the Lord Jesus their Savior and God is their Heavenly Father.